0: Tocando ya el balón Fidán. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. A el primero y pelota Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Gol del Real Madrid. Se sentó el bono porque no se comió el tercero de Ronaldo. Hola, madridistas. This is the American Majidista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on November 7th, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid were in action away in La Liga as they took on Rayo Vallecano today, but the defending league champs were thoroughly outplayed by the hosts from start to finish as they slumped to a 3-2 defeat. Rayo took the lead just five minutes in at the end of a counter to seize control of the game and they bounced back from two Real goals within four minutes late in the first half to level the score shortly before halftime. It was pretty much all Ryo after halftime, and they took the lead for good when Oscar Trejo converted from the spot in the 67th minute as Real's desperation was not nearly enough to turn the tables on Ryo to get anything from the game, let alone a theft of a late win. The result means that Real now find themselves in second position in the league table with 32 points after 13 matches played, two points behind their rivals Barcelona with one round of matches remaining before the World Cup break. Ancelotti starting 11 for the match against Real today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao and Carvajal at the back, Valverde, Chouameni and Modric in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr. and Asensio up front forming the customary 4-3-3 with Griezmann at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that Real made things difficult for themselves right from the start by conceding an early goal, which totally set the tone for the whole game as it allowed Real to be more bold in their forward play and pressing that in turn kept Real from establishing any kind of a rhythm with their own possession. The hosts enjoyed having most of the ball over the first 15 minutes and played through Real's defense well to get the ball into the final third for some opportunities at the goal, one of which they converted when Comasanya's half volley from the top of the box capped off a fifth minute break. Additionally, they did well to win the ball back and effectively keep Real from advancing the ball over the halfway line. Even when Real dropped off of its press and Real got the ball into the attacking half, There was absolutely no pattern of play or discernible idea to their possession apart from having Modric attempting to orchestrate things from a central area, but that plan was completely ineffective and aside from Vinny on the left side, most of Real's attacking players were completely on the periphery during the first 30 minutes. Real were thrown a lifeline when Rayo conceded a penalty for bringing down Asensio in the right side of the box in the 35th minute, and Modric leveled the score from the spot in the 37th minute. Militao then made the most of a 41st-minute corner kick by getting his head onto the ball in from Asensio for Real's second goal, and it looked like all of Rial's good work had been just about undone in the span of a few minutes, but Rayo then earned a reward for putting Real under pressure again in the final third when Alvaro Garcia beat Courtois near side from the left side of the box in the 44th minute. The hosts then resumed being the far better side as the nature of the game went back to what it had been in the first 15 minutes, and Real simply never established anything going forward to balance things out, such that when they went down again on Trejo's 67th minute penalty conversion, they resorted to just launching balls into the box from the wings that for the most part couldn't create anything. Raya were the far better team all night both in attack and in defense, and the final score was entirely fair, and in all honesty flattered Real given their largely poor showing on the day. My second key takeaway from the match, is that Real's defensive deficiencies are popping up so consistently that I can only wonder if Ancelotti has just not made it a priority of focus during training, and it looks like this is going to be a lingering weakness that Real will have to overcome all season long. I've been harping on the shortcomings in transition that have left Real in danger in contest after contest this season, but now we're increasingly seeing Real being played through, even when they're compact in the final third, as players are staying back off of the ball, and space is conceded for passing and running lanes that the opposition can exploit to create chances. Real's two first half goals really weren't the product of individual errors as much as a collective lack of commitment defensively, both in terms of disrupting the break that produced the first goal, and clearing the ball from the final third before the second. There was an absence of defensive intensity on both occasions that could hardly be described as uncharacteristic from Real given what has been seen this season, and this wasn't the first game in which Real has conceded good opportunities and goals to make inferior opposition look very good in the attack. It was more of the same in the second half, as Real looked comfortable and confident with the ball as they continued to outplay the visitors and looked the side more likely to score which is exactly what they did after earning a penalty on a 64th-minute counter that Oscar Trejo converted to give Ryo the lead again in the 67th minute. Rio was at that point so settled into playing on the front foot that they refused to be forced onto their heels by Real's desperation and continued to present a threat on the counter, and had it been for some better finishing and better luck on a few occasions, they have picked apart Real's defense once again to leave the visitors truly well dead and buried before the final whistle came at the 100 minute mark. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 3-2 defeat to Rayo Vallecano today is that despite today's loss and the recent drop in form, there's no need to panic and Real is still in a very good spot in the grand scheme of things. Nobody can be happy seeing Real drop to second in the league table on account of dropping points in back-to-back league matches, but given what we saw in the Clasico and the Madrid Derby, I'm not changing my view that Real is still the best and most complete team in the league and should remain the favorite to claim the league title. The Champions League is a different matter for sure, but today's round of 16 draws saw Real get matched up with a Liverpool side that they've gotten the better of in their recent European clashes, including last season's Champions League final, and while they won't meet until February, Barring some sort of injury issue that will see Real go into that tie with a key absence or absences, there's no reason to believe at this point, given the two squads and given their respective levels of play so far, that Real shouldn't be favored to get the better of the Reds when they come together once again. It's certainly not a good time for Real at the moment given how they're playing, and I did say that the 5-1 victory over Celtic really couldn't be seen as much more than a one-off, but I don't think confidence in Real should be shaken as I expect them to get back all of their players, and when they do, get back to playing their very best level of football. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What oh! goal Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 3 2 defeat to Rayo Vallecano today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 6 in the first half. His direct free kick from above the left side of the box sent the ball well high to the right in the third minute. In the 22nd minute, he made a run through the central area of the attacking half before being tackled, and in the 32nd minute, he took the ball into the left side of the box for a shot that missed near side. In the 2nd half, he got played the ball above the left side of the box on a break and took it into the penalty area for a shot that went well high in the 48th minute. In the 63rd minute, he took a shot from the right side of the box that was blocked for a corner, and in the 90th minute, he got onto the end of Asensio's cross in the right side of the 6 yard box, but his touch sent the ball high over the goal. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 5. In the first half, he made a run down the left wing in the second minute and cut inside before drawing a foul just above the box. In the 32nd minute, he made a run towards the top of the box on a quick counter and played the ball to Rodrigo on his left for his run into the penalty area for a shot, and in the 4th minute of stoppage time, he got in between two defenders to connect with Militao's long ball just above the box, but his one-touch shot sent the ball wide to the left. In the 2nd half, he made a run on the left wing for a break in the 62nd minute and played the ball to Rodrigo on his right for him to run into the box for a shot. In the 80th minute, he made a run into the center of the box but was tackled. And in the 93rd minute, he took a shot from above the left side of the box that sent the ball well high and out towards the right. Marco Asensio, rated as a 7. In the first half, he was one of a number of players that was stuck in first gear defending the left wing in the 5th minute as Rayo advanced the ball to produce the opener. But in the 34th minute, he played a given goal with Valverde on the right side in the final third and earned Real a penalty after a VAR check confirmed that he was brought down by Fran Garcia from behind on his run into the box. In the 41st minute, his ball in from the right corner found Militao in the top of the 6-yard box for his header that gave Real a 2-1 lead. In the second half he made a run into space in the central area of the attacking half in the 47th minute before passing the ball to Rodrigo on his left to set him up for a run into the box. In the 77th minute, he took a shot from above the box that was blocked. In the 89th minute, he made a forward run and took a shot from above the left side of the box that was blocked. And a minute later, his cross from the left wing found Rodrigo in the right side of the 6-yard box for a shot that went high. In the 95th minute, he took one final shot from above the box that was blocked out for a corner. In the midfield, Fede Valverde, rated as a 5. In the first half, he was also at fault in the 5th minute as he found himself scrambling in pursuit of the ball on the left wing during Ryo's build-up that produced their first goal. In the 10th minute, he took a shot from above the box on the right side that was deflected just wide of the left post. And in the 34th minute, he played Asensio into the right side of the box for a forward run that earned Real the penalty after he was brought down. In the second half, He was largely invisible until he won the ball with a tackle in the defensive half and then drew a foul on his forward run in the 82nd minute. In the 84th minute, he played a good cross-field pass from the defensive right side over to Mendy on the left wing. And in the 96th minute, his shot from the top right side of the box sent the ball well high. Aurelian Chuamani rated as a 4 In the first half, he was slow running back to cover defensively and entirely out of position on the left wing in the fifth minute as Comasanya made an unimpeded run to the top of the box to get onto a cross for the opening goal. In the ninth minute, he failed to control a pass from Modric and turned the ball over in the defensive half, but in the first minute of stoppage time, he made a tackle above the box to win the ball. In the second half, he most notably intercepted a cross from the left wing inside of the box in the 54th minute and he was ultimately replaced by Eduardo Camavinga in the 69th minute. Luka Modric, rated as a 6. In the first half, he won the ball on the left side in the defensive half and played Vinny down the left wing with the very same touch in the second minute, but in the fifth minute, he was late in picking up Camasanya's run without the ball on Ryo's break and was too slow to catch up to him before he scored the opening goal. He had a couple of uncharacteristic turnovers with his attempted passes thereafter, but in the 37th minute... He got Real onto the scoreboard with a well-taken penalty, and then in the 44th minute, he blocked the Trejo shot from the top right corner of the box. In the second half, his long ball down the left wing was intercepted in the 54th minute. In the 62nd minute, he played a good through ball from the defensive left side for Vinny on the wing in the attacking half for a break, and then in the 73rd minute, he saw his cross from the left wing intercepted. He was replaced by Mariano in the 79th minute. In the back, Furland Mendy, rated as a 5. In the first half, he intercepted a ball played into the right side of the box in the 18th minute. In the 32nd minute, he won the ball back on the left side in the attacking half to spark a quick counter. He turned the ball over when he was tackled on the left side in the defensive half in the 38th minute. But in the 40th minute, he made a good run from the left wing past defenders towards the central area before he passed the ball to Valverde on his right. He closed out the half with a bad pass on the left wing in the attacking half that sparked a riot counter in the second minute of stoppage time. In the second half, he intercepted a cross in the box in the 50th minute, and then in the 76th minute, he played another bad pass on the left wing in the attacking half to turn the ball over, but thereafter he recovered to block a cross from the right wing in the right side of the box. He was replaced by Nacho in the 85th minute. David Alaba rated as a 6 in the first half, He at least tracked back and got into position in the center of the box in the 5th minute as Rayo broke, but he wasn't able to prevent Comasania's shot from finding the back of the net. In the 13th minute, he intercepted a long ball into the box, and in the 26th minute, he won the ball on the left side in the defensive half. In the 2nd half, he won the ball with a tackle on the defensive left side in the 47th minute. In the 50th minute, he blocked Comasanya's shot from the top of the box right in front of the goal. In the 71st minute, he turned the ball over above the box in the defensive half when he couldn't control Camavinga's pass. But then in the 80th minute, his pass from the left wing connected with Mariano above the box during the sequence that led to Vinny making a run into the penalty area. Eder Militao, rated as a six. In the first half, his defending was totally atrocious on Ryo's fifth-minute counter as he was loafing out on the left wing as the ball was quickly advanced and left Real with one less man in the center of the box as Comasanya scored. In the seventh minute, his shot from well above the box sent the ball well high, and in the 14th minute, he failed to control a pass from Catois on the right side in the defensive half to dangerously turn the ball over. But he intercepted crosses in the 23rd and 24th minutes. In the 41st minute... He got his head onto Asensio's ball in from a corner in the top of the six-yard box to score Real's second goal. And in the fourth minute of stoppage time, he played a good long ball from the right side at the back that found Vinny at the top of the box for a shot. In the second half, his bad cross field pass from the right side at the back sent the ball out in the 47th minute. In the 51st minute, he intercepted a cross from the left wing. And in the 71st minute, he intercepted a through ball above the box to concede a corner. Danny Carvajal rated as a four. In the first half, he was too far inside as Fran Garcia ran down the left wing in the fifth minute, and then he failed to intercept Garcia's cross that connected with Komasanya. In the 18th minute, he intercepted a cross in the left side of the box. In the 29th minute, he won the ball back on the left side in the attacking half, and in the 43rd minute, he made a good sliding tackle in the defensive right corner. In the second half, He was again too far inside as Fran Garcia made a run down the left wing in the 50th minute and played an across. He then intercepted balls in the box in the 55th and 56th minutes, but in the 64th minute, his headed interception of a long ball from the back played the ball behind him to Alvaro Garcia running down the left wing, and then in attempting to recover as Alvaro got to the ball first in the top left of the box, he handled the ball as Alvaro played it inside, which conceded a penalty upon a VAR check and earned him a yellow card. In the 73rd minute, his shot from the top right of the box went wide of the left post, and he was ultimately replaced by Lucas Vasquez in the 85th minute. As for the substitutes, Eduardo Camavinga, rated as a five. He went on for Aurelien Chouameni in the 69th minute. In the 71st minute, he didn't exactly play the best pass from the defensive right side over to Alaba above the box as they failed to connect and turned the ball over. In the 74th minute, he intercepted a cross from the left wing in the 78th minute, he turned the ball over with a bad touch in the defensive half that sent the ball out. In the 94th minute, he won the ball in the defensive left corner. And then a minute later, he took a shot from the top of the box that was blocked. Mariano, rated as a 4. He went on for Luka Modric in the 79th minute. And his only notable moment came a minute later, when he got onto the end of an alible pass above the left side of the box and played the ball to the oncoming mini for him to make a run into the box. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 4. He replaced Danny Carvajal in the 85th minute. In the 92nd minute, he made a good run into space on the right wing during a break, but in the 99th minute, he earned himself a yellow card after committing a foul with a sliding challenge from behind on Alvaro that halted a Rio break. Nacho as the final substitute, rated as a 4. He replaced Ferland Mendy in the 85th minute, and he most notably got his head onto a ball in from a corner in the 96th minute to flick it behind him for Valverde to get a shot off from the right side of the box. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. In the first half, he was well beaten by Camasanya's half volley towards the right post in the 5th minute. In the 14th minute, he stopped Alvaro's shot from the left side of the box. In the 30th minute, he saved Palazón's shot from distance towards the left post. And then in the 39th minute, he did the same to deny Cameo. In the 44th minute, however, Alvaro's half-volley from the left side of the box went through his touch by the near post and into the back of the net to level the score at 2-all. In the second half, it looked like he had denied Trejo from the penalty spot in the 66th minute, but a re-kick was awarded after a VAR check determined that Courtois had come forward off of the goal line. A minute later, Trejo got a second opportunity and beat the Belgian inside of the right post for the game-winning goal. In the 100th minute, he saved a direct free kick by the left post for the final play before the referee blew the final whistle. It was a well-deserved victory for Rio and defeat for Real as the hosts were absolutely the better side on the day, and Ancelotti will definitely have a lot to be frustrated about after his side once again dropped points in league play. Real will now have to pick themselves up and try to turn things around in just a few days time in order to avoid falling further behind in the title chase after finally conceding the top spot in the league table. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Dale! Oh, what a What a from Gareth Bale! Up next for Real Madrid. The Whites will play their final contest before club football stops for the World Cup when they host Cadiz at the Bernabeu this upcoming Thursday. Real drew with Kadith in both of their league contests last season, with both sides going scoreless at the Bernabeu last December and then managing a goal each at Cadiz back in May. It will be yet another contest for Real against an opponent in the drop zone, as Cadiz currently sit 19th in the league table with 11 points from 13 matches, having won 2, drawn 5, and lost 6. Having scored 8 goals while conceding a whopping 24, they have the 2nd worst goal differential in La Liga, and with a run of form that has seen them drop points in four of their last five contests, this should be the perfect foil for Real to beat up on in order to enter the World Cup break on a winning note. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real takes on Cadiz on Thursday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid! ¡En el 45! ¡No!